Welcome back to Alvi's Mummy and Me podcast. Um, and joining me today is a good friend of mine. She's an actress. Uh, she is a writer and she is a new Irish mammy. It's Brona C. Titley. Brona, we meet, need to tell the people, um, the people of Ireland. Yes, they've been. How we abs- met. They're absolutely on the edge of their seats. They're listening already going, God, I wonder how these two met. <laughs> I bet there's a story in that. <laughs> the first time I ever met you, do you remember that? Uh, go on, when was it? I met you in a, we've got a mutual friend yep. in Ashlingby. Never um, heard of her. <laughs> she's dead to me. <laughs> she's dead to all of us. Uh, no, she's, uh, she I, She had actually mentioned you so many times to me. Yes, oh, very good. And I was good. like, who yeah. is this one she is banging on about? Oh. She's like, you have to meet Brona, you have to meet Brona. And um, then we were, I was in London, this was years ago. And I was meeting up with her and she's like, you're going to meet Brona. You were trying on a dress. No, I think what happened was a wonderful, beloved, uh, dear friend of ours, Ashing, did introduce us. She put us on a WhatsApp group because we were all going for lunch. And then I texted the group, which was you, who I had never met. Uh, and she had said terrible things about you and Ashling. And I was like, how late is everyone going to be? Do I have time to try on this dress? And then you were all admitted to being late. So I bought the dress and then I think arrived in it just for a bit of drama. I was also drinking from a coconut. <laughs> Which is as fuck. I, I, you're I like, remember that, Amy. It? That was a real power move. I feel like you did that just to really show me who you were. You were like, oh yeah, Brona, I've heard lots about you, but I'm going to be drinking from a coconut. Oh, you have a new dress, do you? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, because you know what I did then? And this was like, this was me really putting my cards on the table. Then I was like, oh, you're drinking from a coconut. Now I'm going to show you 10 years of photos of me on all the different holidays with my wife and show you photos of us drinking oh, no, from, that drinking from coconut. I was like, here's me drinking from a coconut in Sri Lanka. Here's me drinking from a coconut in Hawaii. Uh, You'll see this is a different colour coconut to the one that you're drinking from. And that was a beautiful, a beautiful Uh, education. I knew you then as a a writer and a a person who drinks coconuts in other countries. This is true. All my skills. You've you've listed the two of them there. Not acting. Forget about that. Just writing and drinking coconuts. Oh, sorry. I was going to tell you. That's what I was going to say about coconuts because I went through a phase of getting coconuts um, and you stick a straw in. And I'd be walking down the street and I was like, do you mind surprise so many people? Because I'd be like, are you drinking from a potato? <laughs> like it looks like, is that, are you drinking from a turnip? You, Which oh I've never God. tried. You I, are really ruining your reputation as Amy of the people by admitting to how much you walk around the streets of Dublin <laughs> drinking from Exotic coconuts. fruits. <laughs> Do you know, I think I saw Amy Huberman on Dawson Street there the other day and she had a straw in a pumpkin and she was just drinking the pumpkin juice. Do you know what? I, they're just too hard to carry around. That's true. They're very, they're very big. Heavy. No, but you're right. We went on to work together. I think that's where you were heading. I mean, yeah. it's your podcast, Amy. I don't want to step on, yeah, <laughs> step step on your toes. Step on your toes, maybe. Um, <laughs> you uh, came on as a writer for series two uh, of Finding Joy, which was such, and that's when I found joy, which I've never done a writer's room. I call our writer's room a writing cupboard because it was only three of us. It was just so deadly. That was just such a lovely so job. Much fun. The only problem is the lead actress and the writer creator of that show <laughs> is a nightmare. That but other than that, Edge. the producers, they were so lovely. No, that was so much fun. I was so thrilled to be able to come back because mostly I work in over there in the England. Yeah. Um, and I was just so happy to be able to come back and do an RTE show and do a show with you, my pal, as yeah. we've already established. We're friends. I have it in writing. Yeah. And then, yeah, we did work together and that was so fun. That I never so done. Fun. You'd done writer's room, rooms. I'd never done it. So yes. the first series I wrote in a room on my own and it was great and all but it was a lot uh, it was a lot I mean it was a lot I can't believe that you did that the first series was phenomenal so good it was yeah it was such a fun job to do that and we kind of broke the story together uh, and then I helped write the story basically but you still had to go off and write all the scripts scripts. yeah but you guys had made it fun and actually Mm. do you know what which I'd never done which I would love to do going forward especially in comedy because you can sit in your room and go oh god this is funny but bouncing it off other people and troubleshooting ideas and then people go no that's not funny or you know or (laughs) you <laughs> or other, I was uh, honestly. It yeah, really I don't think s- Joy should kill a man in this scene, Amy. I actually think you've gone a bit far there. Uh, exactly. Uh, you're bouncing this murder idea off me, and I just have to say, it's not bouncing back. Brona, tell us about tell us about your your life. Yeah, and yeah, your absolutely. Can I just say though before we go? So Brona yeah. is a writer. She's a comedy writer. She's an actress. She's um, she's a friend of mine. Uh, she has written on such shows as and I'm going to read them out. She actually sent me the list. Sorry, how annoying am I? You were traveling home for Christmas, and I was like, Brona, can you send me your CV? <laughs> yeah, can I point out that you did ask for a biography? I didn't just send you a list of shows that I've written because <laughs> I asked. like I sent all my friends at Christmas. Happy Christmas to you all. Um, you got to believe in yourself. Um, the shows you've written on Spitting Image. Anton Dex Saturday Night Takeaway. I 
love them. They're they great. are great. Oh, they're lovely. Um, eight out of ten cats. You've written for BAFTA. I've written for cats. <laughs> written for eight out of ten of the cats that you know. Yeah, not those last two cats. Uh, they were not interested. Oh, God. They okay, didn't well, care for me. 80% is good. Um, and you've written for BAFTA. Is that, like, is that, can you just go and the winner is Brona C. Titley? Uh, yeah, that's not the part they asked me to write, believe it or not, uh, because I would have just written my name in. No, I've written uh, so some jokes for, like, the, scri- the script for the BAFTA TV Awards yeah. and some of the script for the BAFTA Film Awards and that kind of jazz. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Okay. Uh, don't get aggressive okay, about it. Brona. Okay. 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 You brought this up. You asked me on your podcast. You're reading out my credits. Uh, let's keep this. Actually, cordial. you're right. <laughs> Sorry. My last thing, because there's so many. We did laugh that if I read them all out, it would be 45 minutes of the podcast. I have one thing. Robbie Williams not a Christmas special. Do you write songs with Robbie Williams? <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't a Christmas special, Amy. You're thinking it was called Robbie Williams, not a Christmas special. Oh. Uh, that was that was a writers' room job where, by you know, he was throwing out some gags and sketches in between his songs uh, but I did write all of his songs uh, as it happened Amazing yeah, and you yeah. singing back up I on them I did write or? Let Me Entertain You No I was singing the lead vocals I was doing, I was covering Robbie, oh Robbie himself He's miming okay yeah. I met here's a little here's a little bit nuggish for you okay. I met Make his it all wife. about you I mean we were reading my credits <laughs> but go on <laughs> I met Robbie's wife Ada at my first ever audition in LA Oh amazing and she dropped me home ah, She is lovely She's I've so lovely well. We have a mutual friend and that was my I was like this is the friendliest audition you know what, Amy, that's a had. great anecdote about Ada. Thank you. <laughs> I've never seen her since. <laughs> if you write your memoirs, and I hope you will. That'll be the opening that's the opener. <laughs> Robbie Williams' wife drove me home. Drove me home. So tell, tell us, we now know that you sing lead vocals for Robbie Williams. Great, and that definitely wasn't a lie. Um, so tell us about your the rest of your world, your life. I got you on here because you are... A mummy. A mother. A mum. No, hang mother, on. We discussed this outside. A ma. What are you? I'm mummy. I'm mummy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'd like you to call me that. Okay, mummy. <laughs> and that's what I get everyone to call me. Uh, yeah, so I'm mummy and then my wife is mummy. So Sue, Sue, Sue is my wife. Uh, Rua is my child. Got them mixed up there just for a minute. <laughs> Happens a lot. Uh, so Sue, no, Rua calls me mummy and Sue mummy. But Rua sometimes also calls me mama if she's feeling lazy and she doesn't want to get to the end of the word. Oh God, yeah. So you. But I'm never mummy. You're never mummy. Just really putting my Irish cards on the table about that because we do live in England and mummy feels very mummy, mummy, mummy. Does your daughter say your name in an Irish accent? Your, yeah. your oh, it's really, name, yeah. Your... So, I mean, she's not yet two. She's like 23 months. So, uh, prediction's not it's great. Not, hey, excuse not me. Not great at accents. She ha- is very articulate. No, she does. She says some things in such a Dublin accent, it makes me laugh so much. So, like, she says, you know, mummy, and she says water, which sounds very British, uh, but I still love her anyway. But she does <laughs> go, <Neither>. thank you. <laughs> Oh my God, has she got a tease? Has she she goes, got her, thank you. <laughs> so she'll say, water. Then you give it to her and she'll go, thank you. <laughs> thank you for the water. I love it. It's gorgeous. I hope it stays forever. Does she have a tease? Does she go for she the strong mammy, tea? Mammy. So yeah, I suppose that's an Irish accent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we my can family love pointing out when she sounds like like English or like she's from London. Which, to be fair, she you know she is that's fair. That's she lives fair. there. She lives there. Has lived there her whole life. Um, but for some reason, that's very triggering to me because I actually never meant to leave Ireland. Like I've been living in London for like over a decade. Guys, I've been busy. <laughs> but I just I, haven't gotten around to I've it. I've never meant to live there. Do you know what I mean? It was sort of like an accident that I've been in denial about ever since because I just love Dublin and I feel so connected to the city and uh, whatever, you know. Brona. You left us okay um but like come back if you want so tell us about rua's whole life so she's but she's two so you had you had rua just before the world went insane yeah she that's crazy brona oh it was mad timing it was absolute mad timing so she's not yet two so she was born towards the end of january uh and then because of the joys that is labor uh i gave birth to her i it wasn't you just so you know (laughs) Okay. Jesus, it's been a busy I know you've given and I birth to confused. a lot of children, but you did not give birth to mine. I gave birth to her. And then because of the joys of labour, I couldn't walk for like a few weeks. So then I had about one week oh, of being able that. to take her to a cafe, have a cup of tea, maybe even meet friends. And I was like, Jesus, maternity leave is going to be great. I just get to sit in cafes with my beautiful child and eat cake. Oh, this is way better than writing jokes for television. I was having an amazing time. And then I was like, God, this global pandemic looks like it's closing in. <laughs> and then we 
could not leave the house for the best part of the next six months. So I had one week of maternity leave and then it was sort of lockdown. So it was absolutely crazy. It was like your life is going to change exponentially because you've just pushed a human person out of your vagine and now you have to you have oh, to care French. for them. That's French. Okay. Uh, I assume I don't so speak French. Fancy. I just made that Talk up. About me and my coconut. <laughs> Go on with your vagine. Is it coconut? Is that what you call it? No. My hairy coconut. <laughs> Anyway, I was talking about your coconut. Thank you so much. We were talking about my coconut. Uh, Yeah, I gave birth to her and then it was lockdown. But in a way, it was sort of amazing timing because, first of all, she had her two mothers home all year for like, you know, just literally all day, every day. Although there was a point when she was about 10 months old where I was like, she's going to get a real shock when she finds out other people exist. <laughs> like she just yeah, and other babies. hadn't seen anybody else. Yeah, other babies, babies. That blew her mind. But yeah, so like essentially for the first six months of her life, it was being in our house and my partner was working. But then when I went back to work when Rua was about eight months old or so, then she took parental leave. So for the for the first, you know, good chunk, it was me. And it was that stage in the lockdown where people were still like washing their their bread they're washing their loaf of bread in the Rinsing bath rinsing their toast <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and sort of like no, nobody had no idea what was going on so all we were allowed to do in London was leave the house for one hour of exercise every day so I just you know had a newborn baby life had changed and then I would just strap her on into her little sling and then go for this sad walk around a cricket pitch that was <laughs> near our house all day and I would kind of just send like manic voice notes to friends you probably, you would probably oh we, probably lo- we love a long, long voice note <laughs> we Always do love a long voice note <laughs> <laughs> and if the press wanted, I have dirt on Amy Huberman. So much shit, all in her own voice. Um, yeah, so that was just uh, that was just wild. That that was that was the first six months to a year of her life, really. And does that make you sad? No, probably not. You were saying there was so many good. There's yeah. so much yeah, good yeah, yeah, in yeah. it. I mean, for her, I genuinely think that she got more. She got more than she lost. Like she gained for more sure. than she lost because she just got so much uh, attention from her two parents and had such a like warm, safe, calm kind of time. And I. I am such a classic extrovert and I did and like I do like to be around other people that if it hadn't been for that I would have been like you know she would have been at the soft play every five minutes we would have been having play dates with 17 mothers that I didn't even like but I just like to have people around oh my gosh <laughs> so you but know she's still at an age where that she's that stuff will actually come now each to their own but I brought my daughter to that first soft play thing when she was really young and I I couldn't I couldn't kind of bear it <laughs> couldn't manage it <laughs> couldn't actually bear it I think I'm alone in parents that I love a soft play. No, but I do. I did when they were older. When they, but it was when she yes, was still yes, lying yes. on the mat, and it was. I don't know why. I think I found becoming a mum just so seismic that yes, when anyone seismic. asked me, going, "Did That's you breastfeed?" and everything, I, I was like, I. I don't know you and yeah. I like I would talk to yeah. friends but I yeah. found that just too much for me and I remember saying I'm going, I'm going to go and change the baby and then I never came back well it is mad for two isn't years. it that like you can leave the house with a baby and people can go and was it a vaginal birth now and do you breastfeed and uh, I how was the child conceived whereas actually if you left the house without a child nobody would ever ask you about those about your coconuts I have the funniest <laughs> thing that somebody said to me oh no Oh my god! I don't say it was, but I'm I went nervous. for it was ballsy. You won't say who it was. Um, I met this guy, and he's lovely, and I think he just said the wrong thing, okay. which we all have said. Okay, and it wasn't like it lay just, it on me. Okay, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> And I had the baby in the buggy and I hadn't seen him. And actually, weirdly, I had, I didn't really know him very well, which also makes it more awkward. But I had seen him with a mask and then I met him in the real world without yeah. a mask. He was okay. on a walk yeah. with somebody else I knew not very well. Sure. And um, he was just being really friendly and... Uh, <laughs> He just said, so how was everything? And I was like, oh, do you know, like, good. And he goes like, so how was everything? Did he slip out like a bar or so? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, and then in the typical Irish way, oh I started giving him detail. <laughs> well, he deserves it after that. After that, so I showed him. I, sh- I showed him everything, but I, I like it was. It was such a weird comment. Did he slipped out like a bar. Still, still makes me laugh. <laughs> like, I mean, it's. I mean, it's mad that. It, I mean, I've never heard it as a phrase. It must exist unless he made it up on the spot. That sounds ideal if that was a way to slip out. But though. I'm just not sure any child in the history of time has slipped out like a bar. So, well, I think I. So I. I know of somebody who's 
baby slipped out like a, like bar, a bar soap, soap. <laughs> in their front garden. Right. Well, now that I say it, and was caught in their yeah, pants. Yeah, one of my friends, her child slipped out like a bar of soap <laughs> and then hit the floor like a sack of potatoes. Uh, but was fine. Everyone was fine, which is why I can laugh about it. Because I, I was thinking, how many times? I'd say that happens quite a lot. But it, yeah. Well, not actually. No. To the most part, it sounds like it's pretty hard to get them out. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. That was certainly my experience. <laughs> I did not find that soapy texture thing where yeah. they bl- blung out. Anyway, just talking about that weird stuff that people say, and I like That's I amazing. Oh, it? it was so good. That's I still really good. I still laugh about it because, like, I wasn't I wasn't offended. I was just yeah. really embarrassed for him. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, the other yeah. person who was like, "You can't say that," and yeah. then it was just it like the awkwardness was perpetuated. Well, actually, no, it wasn't because I let everyone off the hook by going, "No, listen, yeah. but here's a, here's ten details you don't need <laughs> <laughs> just to make this conversation okay." That's mad. No, but like I would have so actually. You didn't. I didn't really go out, and there was a point, you know, before she was one, where actually I probably would have paid five hundred pounds to go to a soft play because <laughs> I had been I had been for years with other people's kids, and the thought of bringing my own own child for the yeah. first time was so exciting and then it would was delayed by a year and actually they probably don't need to go before that anyway no. but yeah I was absolutely chomping at the bit to go to a soft play and yeah now I can take or leave them I feel like you're going to hate them soon <laughs> now I don't know why I'm so hard on it and actually I met some lovely and it is I think no matter what it's it's um, and I was probably doing a disservice the early one with the one going out did you oh. breastfeed and maybe that was just a personal thing that I was I found all that really hard so no, I was sure, like sure, I don't want to sure. talk about this as somebody I don't know yeah. but Actually, the more the older the more it goes on, and the more you're able to kind of like I don't know disassociate a little bit from the God, the trauma kind yeah. of of a birth nearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is a trauma. Fun. It is a trauma. Yeah. like to I find it absolutely mad that like people can be in you know minor car crashes and everyone in their life kind of like rallies around them and is like, "Are you okay? That sounds horrendous. That's a trauma. Now you should go to therapy." And then you can go through birth, which in my experience was 36 hours of somebody slicing a knife. At across my back slowly while I screamed. That's the wrong way to go about a C-section. <laughs> they meant to go out No, that was a metaphor for the pain. Oh, Do you not remember that I pushed her out of my vagine? Tagine. Uh, but it's mad that people like, you know, they recognise the trauma of like being, you know, knocked down on the street. But then when you say the pain that you went through in birth, they're like, nah, you had a tough one, did you? Jesus, you had a tough one. Ah, sure, listen. And you're like, no, it was, it was really it very... Was horrendous. Horrendous, yeah. And it, I think there, you know, there does have to be a big, huge, and and I would like to say for anyone pregnant listening, they can also slip out like a bar of soap. Listen, if <laughs> so I, it doesn't I want have to be for you, four oh. days of feeling like you're being stabbed. No, but I think on your first, listen, I think the bar of soap probably happens on a third or fourth right. second. Right. Well, you'll you'd know you have what eight well, no, kids. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Brian, how many kids do you have? And I have <laughs> slotted my way around and not noticed that. Oh, no, it doesn't work that way around for women. Um, sure, I, sure, sure. <laughs> I've had three sections. So I, I, out the sunroof, was yeah, it? Out the back. Yeah, and they went the front and not the back, through the back. Um, but I, there's no easy way to get a baby out. And I, I feel no, the same not. as you. Unless you're jumping on a trampoline and it comes out your mouth. I've literally never heard of that. Is that never, have you never heard of that? Was that in like Cosmo magazine when we were younger? <laughs> Don't jump on a trampoline. I thought the three options were, you know, vagine, out the sunroof or out your mouth. No, they've discovered, Brona, that that <laughs> is not physiologically okay. possible. No, to be fair, I'm not a scientist. To be <laughs> Listen, fair. you're not a doctor. Listen, what do I know? Um, but I, I do think it's crazy because I like that again, like your body is traumatised. I, yeah. I, I was talking to a friend recently, I actually found this, this birthing experience the easiest yeah. because... I got more rest because nobody was like, yes, come in to see me. Yes. Because we were like texting oh, each other. Oh, because it was like pandemic. Pandemic. So yeah. nobody came into the hospital. I le- I had a great time. I watched the full series of Bridgerton, um, which was ideal when people walked in and they're like, uh, are you okay? And everyone was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That like, is a very sexy show to be watching what? on the maternity ward, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sexy. But I was high as a kite on life. So I was like, I don't care. And I'm also own my sexuality. This is really weird. I'm on a maternity ward. But I left feeling uh, feeling good because the first 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 birth is so much. Yeah, I was texting a, a friend who had their third and yeah. like that as well. Um, was in hospital when over COVID stuff. And we were texting going, do you remember leaving the first time? Like like she's like, I left that hospital like a question mark. Like so bent over because I couldn't oh, stand. Bless. Couldn't hold your stomach. But that's yeah. why I, I still kind of go, yeah, like it is like, well, it's going to hurt. It's going to be sore. It's no, really like you've had either like a traumatic yeah. delivery yeah, or yeah. surgery. And it's like, sorry, are you, can you, okay, can you mind this newborn? I know it's it's insane. I had uh, I lost mental. two liters of blood. I had to have a blood transfusion, and then twelve hours later, they're sending me out the front door with a newborn baby. Hang like, on, twelve hours. Did you do Kate Middleton? 
Were you like on the steps? I, I, was, very similar. I was very similar to Kate Middleton. <laughs> I, was I looked look exactly the same. <laughs> the beautiful white dress that she wore was very similar to the braless nightdress, leggings tucked into my knickers, <laughs> coat over everything, uh, mascara down my face look that I had when I left the hospital. No, maybe it was 24 hours later. I know that. It was 24 hours later. Although with... with Don't be with, picking with, holes in my story. <laughs> Um, but like you were saying, you don't think that um, your daughter is missed out because her like yes. she's still so little. But yeah, and it's funny because it's all you know. But I I do uh, you see when I had my little fella last year, it was the easiest because I didn't feel like I was running around racing to meet people. But yeah, yeah, I, I, like it's hard to become a first time parent and then go into that. I yeah. can't actually even imagine because yeah. sorry, that's what I was going to say. Our house was was busy because I had the older two. But it's kind of isolating with a little baby. Yes. On your own yeah. all day long. And actually, that's why that soft play stuff and everything is great because yeah. you get to talk to other adults and humans yeah. and then kind of go, oh, is this, you know, you get to share in the stuff that's kind of hard and not. Yeah, it was definitely, I mean, it was very, very sad that she didn't get to meet her grandparents until she was like seven months old. But at the same time, we were so lucky that she could meet them at six, yeah. seven months old. Um, but it was also mad that nobody, yeah, that nobody in our families had met her. No one, no other Nobody else except like a handful of friends who had made it to the house in those first two weeks before, you know, everything shut down. Nobody else had held her for like, you know, nearly eight months or whatever it was. It was it was really, really strange. But I did feel connected to, I mean, that that bit, I, you know, some people have very tough first bits, you know, and, the, and people really suffer with postnatal depression and yeah. the baby blues. And I think it's just the look of the draw. That bit for me was incredible. I was absolutely high on oxytocin <laughs> and just like the hormones of and I was breastfeeding I don't know if that helped but it also gave me a purpose and I don't think I would have been able to breastfeed if we had gone back out to the world because I would have gone on all those social occasions I'm just not sure I would have immediately clicked into whipping a boob out yeah. in Costa yeah. you know whereas as it happened we had like a seven month start at home by ourselves with nobody looking at us to get kind of into a rhythm with it and you go on your own time I can yeah. imagine that was a huge that was a huge plus and yeah. just like bedding yeah. into it no, like I, it suddenly felt like to go from not having a child to having a child is just like a change that you can't really describe. Like words don't totally cover it. And it also didn't totally feel like she was a separate person. It felt like suddenly a bit of my soul existed outside my body. Like it was, it was, it was absolutely mad. And she didn't look like me so much as a newborn because she looked like a generic newborn. But now she looks insanely like me and, is, and especially like what I looked like when I was her age. And that's so weird because you're like, it's my soul and also somehow it's me, but also it's my child that I need to like allow have her own identity. So it is just a really weird kind of like, you know, wrangling your head around that crazy experience. But your soul on the outside. That's yeah. freaking gorgeous. Well, I'm you should a be a poet. writer. <laughs> I want that in a Robbie Williams song by the summer. That needs to be a ballad next Christmas, please. But do you feel do you feel more emotional as a mum now? I mean, I am an actress, <laughs> and so I like Love you know crying. I would have an emotion and then immediately need to articulate it. Uh, and I'm in a relationship with a woman, which is just sort of like you're supposed to talk about your feelings all the time, Do or else you you're guys? Letting, letting the side down. Who's more of a? Well, you're obviously. Like, I mean, a hundred percent me. I will be like, God, you know, I think I might be having a feeling. Uh, can you clear fifteen minutes because I will need to talk about it. Fifteen I will minutes need is to pretty talk good. About my one feeling that I've just had, and if I have a second one, well then. Cancel your two o'clock. So, but I think, and I think for both of us, actually, definitely the triggers are suddenly anything to do with children. So, you know, and just things that like, you know, you would have seen or like older films that you never would have cried at those bits before, but then you suddenly have a child and they kind of take on this different resonance. Uh, And I'm not saying, not that, like, I'm sure people don't think I'm saying it, but like, I'm not saying that therefore your life is more meaningful and that people who are child-free, you know, by choice aren't ever going to get that meaning. That's not it at all. Of course not. It's just that my life changed. My life personally changed from, you know, the only thing that you have to think about is like what kind of cheese toasty you're going to have that day and you know and and everything and the, what you're doing and then suddenly you're given this extra human or a little soul outside your own soul outside your body and there's no time to yourself anymore like it just you go from only thinking about yourself to essentially only thinking about a whole other person I still it's think a just, lot of stuff but you're quite selfish yeah no that would be fair <laughs> <laughs> I'm also involved in those guys. I can't. I can't too. Oh, yeah, it has true. made me a better crier. Oh, that's interesting. No, you like not more, just more tears. I no for like auditions. 
<laughs> just walking around the streets oh, weeping. Good. Yeah, very and good. it's like it, it has Is that why you had children to get more parts? I was like, guys, I just want to be like a better actor. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like this is gonna work for my <laughs> be getting parts or whatever. No, but I have a third one just to see if um that opens up America for me. <laughs> Oh my God, she's nailing yeah, those I'm doing well in England and Ireland. Uh, just got to get like that emotion to... up there. So yeah. the more kids, please. <laughs> more children. Um, do you, because you sing lead uh, vocals on Robbie Williams' albums, do you sing nursery rhymes to your kids? Do you know, I do. And actually, I also, I've always been really into uh, tongue twisters from drama school and from like, so from from, from very all, early on, like Rio was like three days old and I was already looking her straight in the face being like, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? He'd chuck as much as a woodchuck could chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. And so now she like requests them, which I really like because essentially I had a child in order to have an inbuilt audience. <laughs> uh, obviously, performers <laughs> laugh at me. When I was taking her for like you know walks when she was a newborn I would just sing the entire soundtrack of Hamilton and she would really enjoy it and nobody else in my life enjoys it when this white Irish woman sings the entire soundtrack of Hamilton send me some voice notes of that (laughs) thank you Amy that is very supportive friend I want want all those songs (laughs) I love that toddlers are really into slapstick like you know when I you know I take her hand and like whack myself on the face and I go stop hitting mammy stop hitting mammy and she just thinks that that is better than, you know, trying to think of someone funny there. <laughs> Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> no, they were slapsticky. She loved that. Sure, that's true. She was, yeah, true. she likes the, she likes a visual comedy guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, were you like that as a kid? Were you, did you like slapstick and that kind of thing? Yeah, I just think anything that was kind of just messing and fun. I, yeah. I can't remember when I was two. Right, okay. But I do remember my okay. earliest memory. I oh, don't know on. if you have one. Go on. And I, it's, it's an annoying one, which is not great for the rest <laughs> of my personality <laughs> in my life. I have this, this, I must have been young because I was at a stage, actually, that my little boy is at now that you could, you know, you pull yourself to stand. Oh, yeah. But then you can't, you can't kind of unlock your legs. Actually, oh. he, just, he just falls. But yeah. I, I was like, I was Real like, no, I'm taking that. this seriously. <laughs> Lock hard! Um, and I was able to reach the light switch. So I'd switch the lights on and then either my mum or dad would have to walk down the, to the corridor. I could see their room. I could, I remember clearly in my head, but that was very young. And then I remember so nothing probably until I was 12. you were turning 12. on lights to like get attention? Yeah, so I had to turn on lights. Yeah, I mean, literally. <laughs> and now we have a career in showbiz. Lights, guys, I guys. I did wonder why we were recording a podcast, but you you asked for the spotlight to be shined directly on you and I'm sitting over here in darkness. <laughs> We're not even recording this. <laughs> I knew it. I was wondering why the microphones were made out of toilet roll. I was like, this looks very suspicious. That's so funny because as a kid, I was like an absolute card carrying show off and know it all. And I learned, I loved reading and I loved rhymes. And you know, those Roald Dahl books oh, like God, Revolting Rhymes, Revolting Rhymes, Dirty Beasts. I learned them all off by heart. Same Brona. Oh my God. I love that we're the same person. But I performed the um, porcupine one, and uh, oh, I'm I, we, so proud of you. I was yeah, for no one. That's very arse heavy. That one, as far as I remember, it is, but it's very good on a visual comedy like slap, slapstick. Oh, very good. But yeah, that's essentially what I did. But my mom took that to the next level. So basically, here's another fact about me: you might not have known. My mom was my teacher for the first like three years of school. So she had me for like babies, high babies, and first basically. So like I was real smug on the first day of school because all the other kids were crying because their mom was leaving and I was like <laughs> sucks to be you mine is staying right here but I had learned all of these uh, like uh, rhymes and stories and books off by heart basically so my mom used to ferry me out to the other classes if the teacher wanted a break so she'd be like Brown I'll go in for 10 minutes and just say rhymes to your class and she'd sort of send me around the school performing <laughs> like the warm up you know when somebody comes yes. out to warm up an audience <laughs> for a chat show <laughs> you've been doing that since you were four <laughs> I love it. Do you know what? Now that I think about it, I should have gotten an appearance fee. Oh my God, it should be on she your list of credits. Oh, it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so you remember, is, that's funny. I don't remember, I, I was, I, I went through definite shy phases. So were you always oh, really? extrovert Yes, Rona? because I was number four of five children. And so like if I didn't speak a lot, nobody would heard anything I said <laughs> because, the, you know, by the time I came along, there was already five of them. And then I, you know, in the family and then I was number six and then my little brother is number seven. So when I was young, as I was saying, when I was a little kid, I was like a show off and a know-it-all. But I'm pleased to say that when I became a teenager, I grew into being a big show 
often in our school. <laughs> so just it did louder. not get better. So me, but louder. <laughs> the same, but louder. I remember as well, like, the power that you feel when you start to make jokes or make people laugh. And I really pushed that in school. Like, because I, I was a good student. I was well-behaved. I was getting, like, decent grades. So it wasn't like I was throwing stones in the windows. But I noticed that if you can make, like, a little sarcastic or barbed comment, you know, in class, you'd get a big laugh, but also you could kind of get away with it. I remember one time when I was a teenager, all of the teachers, I was in the like library of our school, which was like a resource centre split in two. So it had this like um, partition in the middle. And all of the teachers in the entire school were on one half doing like a computer training. And then there was a few students in the other half, like working and doing homework. And I noticed that the teachers were being loud. And I was like, this will be real funny now. This will be real funny. So I stuck my head in between the partition. And I was like, excuse me, teachers, could you keep it down? Because some of us are trying to work in here. And then I like giggled to myself, waiting for the laugh. And 25 teachers just stared back at me with like a stony face, absolutely not getting the joke. And I realized what I had done, which was essentially tell the school full of teachers to shut up. And I just like skulked out in shame. And even after that, absolute <laughs> like horrendous stinker, you went on to have a career in comedy. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like, you know, this is either going to make me or break yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> But that was but I, I, maybe that's why I never went into stand up. Uh, you ever think of, I just, of it? I, I mean, I love that you asked me that after like I've been working in comedy for like fifteen years. Like, God, you know what? Did you ever think of that? Definitely like considered it, but I just don't like working nights. Uh, yeah. So I essentially Too chose late. the lifestyle of television and uh, acting. Um, also, I like money. Uh, so yeah. that was that was. That was the t- that's and why I well, went into TV. It's why I left theatre. Yeah, okay. Did, wait, did you do a lot of theatre? I did a bit of theatre. And then I was like, God, I love theatre, but I'm very, very poor. Um, and I'm tired after like <laughs> eight <yes>. o'clock. <laughs> I, when I was texting yesterday and you were travelling home, how was your old flight with the old toddler? Oh my God, she was an absolute angel. She was so well behaved. Get out. Um, yeah, no, it was great because she'd never been on a plane before. So the whole thing was a, a big novelty because we didn't make it back to Ireland, uh, you know, in the last two years, but we went by ferry. Uh, and so this time we came on the plane. Uh, and so, yeah, she loved it. But you get that when you're out about now more. I had it the other day when I had my uh, where the baby in the buggy. I get I'm so excited for people to see him because like no, yes. it's a, like, yes. like oh your baby's cute. I'm like I know. I definitely definitely miss that. Like I wanted yeah. to have her in shopping centres and have strangers come up and go, oh, like how old is she and how is she and what's her name and oh look at her little face. I definitely missed out on that whole like period of, of having a baby. But then yeah. it's weird because I, when Ted was only like like brand new, I remember being out with him like in January in the cold. <laughs> I sometimes think about that lady and it makes me really sad. There was a, like a, a little old lady came <laughs> over to me and she had a visor on and we were out, outdoors and she was a, like, I often think about it, Brona, and it actually makes me really sad. Oh no, what did you do to her? <laughs> what did I arm chopped her. Oh, wow. But it was a reflex. You karate chopped her. I karate chopped her. Oh, she went to come she near went, the baby. She was, yeah, she was like, oh, you had a baby. Oh. And then I, I saw the hand going in oh, in slow God. motion. And that was at the same time. I was like, I can't. I can't this. And that was at a really bad time in the pandemic. I understand. And actually, yeah. weirdly, like I was yeah. not nervous for me, but mm. I got, I did get very kind of I get germs it. with the baby. Of and course. I, I don't think I, I don't think it was a hard like yeah. chop on the arm. No, I mean she did lose the arm, but she she's she's okay now. She's okay. And then I felt really sad because she she's like, oh god, I'm sorry. And then yeah. she walked away, and I was like, I, I that still haunts me. And actually, you isn't know. that the shit part of all of this? Yeah. Sure. However, pandemic or no pandemic, it's still weird when you have a new newborn and strangers go ah and reach in that's no it's that's so funny it's so I remember being out with monkey. a friend in like a, a cafe in East London before I had a baby and it was with it was with my friend and her newborn and me we're having a cup of tea and there was an old uh, an older woman like kind of watching the baby and making eyes at her and then at one point she just stood up came over and the first thing she said to us was oh I have to hold the baby and then just went to kind of grab the baby and my friend was like what do you do what's the etiquette do I just have to let this and then you kind of just do have to let the stranger yeah. hold the baby but it's I too liked, far if they start I like that woman's feet. gumption oh do you think so okay I wish I'd known that at the time and um, Brona do you, do you get mum guilt do you go, or do you compare yourself no because you had a, like you had a stormer the first year so that's going to carry you through I think I think like 
you know, no matter how much I love my career and no matter how much time I spend with your child, you never feel like you're doing either of them enough. Like, you know, and when you're at work, you miss your child. And when you're with your child, you're like, oh, I should be achieving something. Uh, I should be like writing something else. I should be winning more awards. Um, I'm going to tell you that's going to go away and it's not. Oh, thank you. I'm going into year nine of that. (laughs) (laughs) Look how broken I am. (laughs) You do look broken. Uh, Like a broken 21 year Of course I do. I mean, I I love that you think I wouldn't get mum guilt like I'm perfect I'm not perfect Amy hey I'm sorry if I gave you that impression oh god okay no it's weird it's, I, I de- it definitely is less than it used to be and yeah. I, oh, that's good. I, I don't torture myself over stuff anymore I just go I'm, I'm doing my best that's good. I'm doing my best guys yeah I mean um, it is funny how your standards slip even like my child's not even two yet but like I remember when she was you know about six months old and she was lying on the floor and she picked up like a tiny bit of wool and like went towards her mouth and I clearly the room between us faster than Usain Bolt like I was there so fast and now we will literally be on the street and she will pick up some other child's like rice cake that they've thrown on the ground and take a bite and I'll be like ah look <laughs> Jagged, licking other kids ah uh, sure listen do you, are you like with the first of everything do you get emotional going oh the first like the first two third the fir- or, or like we do you know we kept um, our daughter's first dirty nappy and have framed it no you didn't no you didn't <laughs> No, you didn't. Do not take me for a fool. Imagine you did. You did not do that. I did. I framed my son's. I did frame the placenta. I did put the. Oh, that's cool. Did you? Yeah, it's in a glass box. Uh, no, I did not. Oh, I was um, like, how does that preserve? Do you have to like... I mean, I don't know. I don't know because I, don't know, I, didn't I do don't know because it. it was a joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny because like my, my parents had five children um, and uh, like my, as I say, I was number four or five and I, I remember saying to my mom when I was growing up like, when did I take my first steps? When did I say my first word? And she would always say like, I don't know. There was so many of you. I At some point, you obviously spoke and walked and I would be like, God, I am so offended. She obviously did not take much notice of me whatsoever and I only have one child and I couldn't actually really tell you when she did those things because there's just so much else going on like obviously it's wonderful when when it happens but then you're sort of like I could not tell you now when she walked or no. talked or roughly or one, wrote her first roughly novel two <laughs> I do one thing I, I try to do um, I have a little book beside my bed that's and if cute. there's something that they say that's funny it has to be funny these guys have to be entertaining oh that's great or like really sweet yes um, yes yes or if it's about me and how much they love me. Yeah, it makes yeah. it in the book. It makes okay. it in the book because That's I won't. Rem- I won't remember it. No, you so, won't. No, I won't. Um, so I, I stick that in and. Uh, oh, that's lovely. That's such a nice it's thing. It's nice. To have. It's nice. Okay. Who's the disciplinarian between the two of you? Mm, it is not me. Okay. I'm here for the gags and the rhymes. I am very chill. It's actually very funny because so at the moment uh, I look after Rua two days a week and we have a wonderful nanny who's like part of the family who looks after her two days a week and then Sue looks after or one day a week so we split the week like that up until now but she'll go to nursery next year um, and our nanny is called Layla and is just one of the most wonderful people and I think probably if you had to rank us it would go Sue as the first disciplinarian Layla as the second Mammy as the third because the other day Rua was sort of like she was yanking some Christmas decorations and she was about to like bring the whole fireplace down onto her head and I was like oh Rua you're not allowed to do that now I'd like you to stop doing that please don't be doing that and she looked at me with like the funniest expression and went okay Layla and I was like I'm not Layla I'm Mammy and anyway later on she was taking a crayon and she was about to go draw on the wall and I was like oh Rua you're not only on paper now you're not allowed to draw on the and she looked at me again and went, okay, Layla. And I realized that she thinks that's what you say when someone tells you not you're not allowed to do something. You say, okay, Layla. Because uh, she's, then she's doing some top disciplining. Yes. So she is doing a much better job of teaching my child boundaries than I am. I just don't want her to think I'm a dick. You know, when like a dick is always like, don't do that. You're not allowed to do that. Like I want her to think I'm cool. So obviously I find it very hard to tell her not to do things. I just say, I feel like I'm such a moany arse so Aww. often. And then, and then the kids will dance for me for hours. So yeah, that's true. That's it's good. True. They repay me yeah. dance. Their dance shows are excellent. What are what is your favorite bits and your least favorite bits? Oh, great on? question. I absolutely love just like rolling about on the floor, like tickling and like wrestling. And we do this thing called Mammy Airlines, which I'm sure everyone does. But like where you, I put Rua up on my feet. I lie on the floor and put her up on my feet and pretend she's flying through the air. But I'm quite elaborate, so I'm like, "Welcome, thank you for checking in for your flight on Mammy Airlines. You will be sitting in row C." And then 
then we'll do take off and then I'll be like oh oh there's some turbulence we have to go for an emergency landing and then I'll like drop her on the floor which she finds hilarious because we've talked about that so like just playing with her is so much fun I find it so mind numbingly boring to brush her teeth I absolutely hate it so much so much and I always find excuses to be like oh Sue I'm just going to empty this bin here will you just quickly brush her teeth uh, just while I'm doing that because what I'm doing is crucial and can't be done at any other time and her teeth must be brushed now I'll do anything to get out of it I don't know why I find it so boring it's so boring I hate it because my kids know then that it's like the bedtime part and then they're really resistant to it and they're starting a lot like rolling on the ground (laughs) and I'm just like let your teeth rot then I'm done those ones are going to fall out anyway they'll be grand I I can't bear it I can't bear it and actually when you it doesn't take long but I I don't love it yeah Yeah. Um, I understand Okay, quick fire round. Oh, yes, please. True, false. <laughs> True, false. Yes. 42. Um, no, you ask the questions. Okay, who do you prefer, Sue or your baby? Uh, my, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, the truth really does come out when you go fast. <laughs> Wait, we can edit that out, right? Sue, you didn't I love Sue, them just Brona, the same. you didn't have to answer that. <laughs> Make sure we edit that bit, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely don't keep in the bit about me saying to edit it as well. <laughs> Um, who would your celeb parents be? Oh, uh, I'm going to go with uh, past guests of this podcast, Chris O'Dowd and Deirdre O'Kane. Oh, they're gorgeous they're parents. Great. You can't they're have them. Great parents. Well, you asked me the question and I answered. <laughs> okay, would you rather your kid shat the local swimming pool? Okay. Like Code Red, not a floater. Okay. okay. Or... She kept you up for like two nights straight. Oh, definitely the swimming pool. <laughs> no, Brona. That is my worst fear. <laughs> no, sweetie. Then it is literally somebody else's problem. Her keeping me up for two nights straight is my problem. Shit in the swimming pool. I just got to go, oopsie, the baby did it. And then I am out of there and getting a cappuccino. I couldn't <laughs> bear that shame. No. I, like, I'm okay with most things. But I think it was because I was at a swimming pool once where that did happen. No. Now, it's different with the floater. They still have to like... Close the pool yes, yes, and yes, pretend yes. they're going to drain yes, it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> While they spray some Febreze around exactly. and just scoop it out with a little cup. Fish it out the net. But a, a, like a diary in the pool. Oh, honey. No, there was so, it wasn't my kid. Oh, God. But I also was You're saying this, it's not your kid a lot so many times, actually, that kid. it's starting to sound suspicious. No, it was a kid. And actually, it was awful because the poor kid couldn't obviously of help course. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but it was, so, it was so bad that there was so much shame going around oh, and evil eyes. Babe. I felt so, so sorry for the parent. You keep oh, saying, oh, babe. It was not me. No, 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 I know. I do know it wasn't you, but it was horrible for it. Nobody's coming out well out of that situation. No, and it just, it was so long because by the time you have to, like, the kid <laughs> showered and everyone was still there looking and I was just going that was bad and she she had ru- vicariously ruined everyone's day oh, I don't like that story so anyway I don't want that for you okay thank you thank you um, now but I would choose it oh okay great bye okay <laughs> Don't you want to thank me and tell me I was the best guest ever and that like, you know, we really... Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I'll record really that like re, uh, <laughs> We really, what's the word, redefined the meaning of podcasts today and... Sorry? Oh, okay, fine. Oh, well, that's the end of our friendship. Oh. <laughs> Amy, thank you for having me. What a, I'll be the professional one. Okay, you too. Amy, thank you for having me. What a lovely treat to talk to you uh, and to all of our listeners. Just know that whatever parenting you're doing, you're doing great. This is Brona C. Titley doing the work of Amy Huberman, apparently, on her podcast. Thank you so much for that. Thank I you, was wrecked. <laughs> Aldi has everything for new babies and toddlers. No surprises then that our Mamiya range romped home, or rompered home, with 17 wins at the National Parenting Product Awards, including goals for Mamiya newborn nappies size 1, Mamiya Air System nappies size 6 plus and Mamiya nappy sacks making Aldi the most awarded retailer at the awards so for mums and dads everywhere honestly we couldn't be nappier Aldi every day amazing Thank you so much to Brona for joining me today. As you can tell, she's incredibly dull and has absolutely zero bounce. Um, and it's just, it's actually just arduous to be her friend. But anyway, look, you know, we've got mates in common, so it's, it's just a tricky one to get out of. But um, thanks, Brona. No, seriously, thank you. What a funny, brilliant legend. My next guest today is a funny bird. Um, I follow her on Instagram, but she's kind of exploded on TikTok. She's got 20 million views. What? Uh, she is the brilliant mammy banter, Serena Terry. Serena, you're so welcome. 
Thank you. We've been through a lot already. We've been through my incredibly straight thumbs. I can't unsee them. I I will never unsee your tiny straight (laughs) other body part looking thumbs. Yeah, it is. It's a weird one. Your thumb is either really straight or bendy, which or like kind of curves around the back. Mine. I don't. I have never met someone else with thumbs like this. I wonder what it means. I wonder, do you have a superpower that you haven't Do you feel a little bit sick? Maybe. No, I feel a bit intimidated at the fact that my thumbs aren't straight. Uh, Listen, it's fine. That's, this is, it it looks weird. It looks... Thumb goals. uh, It looks looks Thumb goals. Serena, um, thank you so much for coming to Dublin. You're so welcome. Where do you live? Thank you for having me. I live in Derry. I am a Derry girl. You are a Derry girl. OG Derry girl. And tell me about your life. I feel like I want to do um, a voiceover thing like, by day, (laughs) Serena works in an office with regular people by night. What happens by night? Or maybe do it by day. You should have one too. Yeah. What? As in a voiceover? Voiceover. Just following me around every day. Just following you around, but by (laughs) night. She straightens her thumbs. By night she's in bed at quarter past eight because she's fucking wrecked. So tell us about your... Where tell us I everything. Start? Thumbs. Where did I start? Careers. So I should introduce you as Mommy Banter. Do you say, ma- do you say Mammy Banter or oh, Mommy Banter? Mammy. Oh, Mammy. I was having this, this discussion with somebody the other day, so I'm like very sad, so I told them, Mum. Do you say Mum? Yeah, yeah. Mum. But my mum still signs off every card, Mam. And I've never called her that. And neither of my brothers, but she's from the country. So oh, she's so like, it must be where Mam. she's from. Never went for Mammy. And then my kids sometimes say Mama, which is very like yeah. continental. Mama. And like, oh, you People call are... me Mama Banter and they call me Mummy Banter and they call me Mammy Banter. And it was, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to the book. It was hard because it was like, it's not a universal thing. Obviously in America they say Mom, Australia yes. they say Mom. But you're saying you say Mum? Yeah, That's Mom. interesting. I thought it was Mammy. Ireland wide. Shit, I feel like this is like so big posh. news for you. The week so of posh. <laughs> no, I can't cope. We use posh, mummy, mummy. No, never say mummy. <laughs> and mummy, actually, I don't know why. Mummy, even though my kids will sometimes say mummy, I it gives me the creeps. The Stop it! I'm your ma. Mummy. Mum, mum, mum. But it mom. is all, and it just like again, my brothers are like, get mum. That was just the constant thing. If someone was like in trouble fighting, doing this with their thumbs, it was like, get mum. But yeah, maybe it was just where I grew, where I grew up. Again, Southside Dublin. I think it was very was very mum focused. But so mammy banter. Yes. So how did how did mammy banter get born? Uh, mammy banter was born way back in the very first. Do you remember the first lockdown? Oh my god! Oh, oh wasn't the first lockdown the best? Lockdown. Oh, the originals are always the best. <laughs> no one could ever compete with the first lockdown. The OG lockdown. Oh, Jesus. So now, like even with the COVID, it's like nobody even has the original anymore. It's all just like, you know what I mean? And they, they change and they're never the same. Never, never the, the same. same. The original lockdown, um, uh, we were all put under lockdown long, long ago. Yeah. Working from home. So I worked for a software company and I had a pretty corporate job. I was chief operations officer. Um, very serious. Is that like a transponster? I don't even know what that does. I'm a transponster. (laughs) Is it transponster? Yeah, I'm a transponster. Do you just do um, like do coding and stuff? Are you like a... No, no, no. It was more or less the operations of the company. So ensuring that all the processes were in place, everybody was adhering to them and so on. Um, So I was like having HR reviews and performance reviews with people. So I was continuing on with work, which was fine. Um, And then I downloaded TikTok. Yeah. So my daughter, um, I have a teenager and she has been on TikTok for quite a while. Um, and I assumed just the way she goes on and moves about the house. If anybody's watching my videos, they'll yes, see I the way it. teenagers <laughs> the constant express themselves. They just don't stop. They're just, you know, everything. They're going to be so fit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. That's why they're all so skinny. They won't have arthritis when no, they're they like 40. they will not. Five. They will not. Um but she started to show me these really funny videos and she knows I like a good laugh for old uncle, mammy, mummy. Mummy, mummy. And I downloaded it one night and I had a bottle of wine and I sat for six hours, Amy. Oh my God, was that beautiful? Tears. Oh. Str- you know that laughing you used to do in school? You know uh, yes. the laughing you do laughing with your best, mass. best friends? Laughing in mass. Laughing in mass when you just can't like and the kids were sleeping I was downstairs. <laughs> hanging myself laughing and it was... Older creators, and it was real life, and people were doing skits on, I'm losing my fucking mind. Yes. Or, I just cannot, I, I, I love my children, but I don't like them today. And it was this stuff that was just so real life and honest and open, and I was like, oh my God, I have found my new favourite social media app. 
I'm this not. Is me. I, I, I haven't d- done TikTok. Amy. What? What? Am I, is it too late? No. But where? Help me. <laughs> I still don't have like parking tag and Revolut and stuff. So I need you. I need your help. I'm so glad we've done this. This is just so been glad a really we've done this, stuff. and I've just got myself another job. <laughs> Fantastic. Serena, <laughs> will you sort out my apps for me and link them to my uh, my cards, please? Um, so you, you downloaded TikTok. Downloaded and it. And again, it was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. I thought it was all dances. That's why I was like, I, I, can't, I can't dance. I did too. And the dances are fucking stupid. Yeah. So I was like, no, that is not how we used to dance to the song. And again, my daughter would know every song that came on the radio and it would be old bangers from like oh. early 2000s. She'd be like, the song's on TikTok. I'm like, that song my is song. not from TikTok. That is our song. You cannot take it from us. Why have you applied that stupid dance to it? <laughs> you're, you're killing it. So were you looking at other... Um, like I guess like family setups because so I was, was searching you, for how, how old are your how old are your kids? I have a five year old boy and a thirteen year old girl. Yeah, so you're like spanning a, like a big yes expanse divide bridge <laughs> landscape. Um, so you had like obviously people at very different stages of school yes. stuff. How was that? You it was your little boy just starting? It was brilliant. Because I'm not really sad about okay. your boy just starting. <laughs> kind of yes, he's five. She's thirteen. Uh, massive, massive gap, obviously, but it's been fantastic because it meant it means that I had two different. Dem- Demographics, yeah, um, two different age groups. Of I'm like, is that good? Oh, grannies. yeah, that it's is great. good. It's great because there are people that um, will watch my videos solely for the teenager content. Oh, yeah. But then there's a whole other younger demographic who have young kids um, that don't have teenagers yet that love all the stuff around the smaller kids and and junior. Which, and uh, which and is where my crew are. Yeah. Um, and I related strongly. I wrote a list. So a few of them. When I say a few of them, I literally have a list, and then I had to stop. Oh my god. Because they're so funny. Honestly, so, so relatable and everything. Like it's funny and like who doesn't love funny and a way to communicate and not feel so alone and yes. looking at white picket fences and thinking the world exactly. is on fire. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just like the ones that I love. I'm going to um, read out a list of them here. Uh, singing lyrics in the car. Like th- that's the thing. It's a split. Of, so thing. do you want to describe describe or describe a few of your favourite ones? And then I've got just got lists. My favourite um, thing to do is either when the kids are in the car, maybe not my teenager because she absolutely hates it. Like she will die if I do it or when they get out of the car and you've just dropped them off somewhere say to school and you just crank up a bit of filthy lyrics just I just something like proper gangster rapping yeah 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 yeah, yeah. You know, like cruising the streets back from from the from school cruising the streets ready <laughs> to pop some caps and some asses just proper gangster like just lean down in your seat and you're just Tank top. You know, you know what I'm talking arms about. Arms out. Arms out. Yeah, Sons cruising, out, cruising, cruising. Like just, <laughs> I'm in an automatic, pretending to shift gears, <laughs> rolling down the window, side eye, and absolutely everybody. You're an 80 year old woman trying to cross the road. I don't care. Move. move, move get out the way. Get out my way, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. Beep, beep. Sorry. So you could just get off the yellow me, box. Lovely lady, can you please move? <laughs> and that's what happens. I just turn into a different person. But what is amazing is the things. I do in my videos at times I get a bit nervous posting them because I'm like oh, shit, social services are going to be at the door but so many women are like that's me oh, that's God, my no. life that is the, the, yeah but if you're not going it. to listen you're minding your kids but I think I think it's good that we're all allowed to say that the, the bits are hard it's okay to no, talk about the bad parts. no the opposite side is that we all go and then make ourselves really unwell by pretending that yes. nobody finds it really difficult and like the exactly. stuff that you're not doing anything that's Horrifically bad. By saying your no. kids are being knobs for taking. Yes. Also, what is the deal with them taking their shoes off in restaurants? Every restaurant you go to, can I take, can I take my, my sho- shoes off? Can I, take my, can I take my shoes off? I'd fucking love to do that too. Actually, can I wouldn't because that's just weird. You're just standing on like like mopped floors <laughs> with your socks. It's gross. And then when they want to go into the toilet with their, so- with their, with their socks. And their sock feet. And they're nine times out of ten wearing odd socks because you can't. Find any pair no, of socks no. Anymore. Oh yeah, with no uh, socks and like three, three toes hanging out at like a hole of a sock that you should have burned. Like my daughter ago. went through a phase for about three months when she was six. She would not wear any other pair of socks. Now I mean, we bought 
so many pairs of this pair of socks. It was like a wee luminous green pair of socks with a wee bow on them. But she knew. It's a strong she like, fashion choice as well. A luminous green. Let's luminous do it. luminous green. Goes with everything. Of perfect. <laughs> and also you can't oh. get away with that because everyone's going to know that she's in the same pair of socks. Not like it's, you know, subtle white, like black. It's I like, is that girl wearing the same pair of socks for six months? It got to that stage. She used to have a complete meltdown in the mornings because of this pair of socks. And she would know. And they started to wear down and there were holes. We couldn't sew We get nervous. We couldn't do darn. anything. Can you darn? I can't. What, what does it mean? What? <laughs> what is it? Mummy. <laughs> Could you darn my socks? Mummy. <laughs> Did you keep your darning needle? <laughs> my mum is still so sad that I don't do that stuff. Uh, she called so, over to me a while a ago. A the la- her last ditch attempt was she called over one day with a, a net to cover food in and then an apple picker. And I was like, I For just... For you? Yeah. I was like, this is so sweet, but so naive. And then, don't give me a funny one, she texted me, this is a while ago. And actually, I will say this is very, it was quite domestically, it, it was, mummy was right. <laughs> <laughs> she texted me that thing, she's like, do you know that thing to shave your balls? And I was like, what? <laughs> she's lost her mind. I was like, mummy? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been on the sherry again, mummy? <laughs> mummy. Um, I was like, what, well, to shave my balls? Even, okay, even if she meant to text one of my brothers, I don't think she's going to say that. I was like, Mum, what do you mean? And I rang her and I was like, what are you talking about? She's obsessed with those um, catalogue things where you can buy anything, like any oh, like cover to cover an avocado, to cover like, you oh. know, or something to, I don't know, make your pillows sit in a proper way in your in your hot press. She's a marketer. She, oh, listen, she's like, and somebody calls with an old school catalogue. You don't get that stuff anymore. Anyway, she bought a thing to shave your balls off your jumpers. Ah. Which I will say is unbelievable. You know when you're ju- your wool jumpers. Yeah, yes. you it's like a you know like a men's razor uh-huh. except it's got like a little a little area um I guess where the blade is and it suctions it in. You put a few batteries in and you just go Hurr. so you can just walk around the house shaving your balls. Just shaving your balls. <laughs> and it is so go. good your jumpers are brand new. Oh my god. So that's my mum that's my mummy tip. That's what it reminded me of did you darn your socks? No, she wouldn't let us. It was just one of those things, just one of those phases and I Toes remember out. googling it being like is this normal? But she get over it. It's just one of those things. They go through their phases, don't they? Exactly. Yeah. And you have to choose your battles because like... You do. You learn that very quick, don't you? Yeah, like socks, grand, leave it. But even in the restaurant, you know when um, everyone else is really silent or this Mm. is just someone working beside you on a laptop, they're like, Um, my my kids have embarrassed me um, quite a lot. I'm sure when you um, being in like really quiet queues, um, yes. and, so, and my and my daughter was talking about body hair on people, uh, and yeah, we I won't go into the like specifics of it, okay. um, in relation to me. But we were in queuing for a flight. This was years ago, and it was in a t- really quiet tunnel. Everyone was basically boarding the flight for work, <laughs> and it was us. And there she was shouting out, and it was like a really. Uh, um, echoey, 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 loudy. So it was a, repetitive. Oh, listen, your man right at the top, forty-five people. Diane was like, well, "Now we know, and <laughs> we know all about her body hair." As long as she didn't mention her granny's ball shaver. Oh yeah, mom, have you shaved your ball? <laughs> Did you shave Where your balls? Do you for bring your, your ball shaver, mommy. <laughs> but I will say they are so good. Aldi, can you get can you get them in? I want that in the middle aisle. That is some, <laughs> that is some stuff I want to pick up, please. Honestly, it makes your jumpers I would new. check in several times in Aldi in the middle aisle if I found a ball shaver. On it. On it for after Christmas, Game please. Game changer. When all our, our jumpers are extra bally. When our <laughs> hairy. Um, who, okay, so I need to... Who filmed... Who's films your sketches? Me. Do you? So do you, have you got a tripod? Yes, I've got a tripod and a ring light. I'm such a geek. No, I got a ring light. I got a ring light. I got a ring light. <gasps> ring lights are game changers Sorry, for selfies. I was, it's for selfies, yes, but I was lagging them in my own head going, I can't get a ring light, but I have to get them for a self-tape. Have you named yours yet? No, but we need to. Oh, you have what's to your, What's your one? Maggie. Oh my God, Maggie! We Maggie. I've just, I've just in my head, it's going to be called Ray, Ray of Light. Ray. Oh my God, you're such a show off. Yeah, you're I know. Just, sorry, mine says no <laughs> meaning. <laughs> no, Maggie is called mine Ringo. Oh, I know. In hindsight, listen, middle names, conf- confirmation, Maggie whatever. Maggie Ringo. Yeah, Maggie Carey. Ringo. There you go. Um, but the ring. So you film, you film them, and then edit them and all that kind of stuff. Yes, you everything's on app. Everything's edited on an app. I don't use any software, anything like that. It's all done on TikTok. Okay, you're going you're gonna to need to show me that. Um, so tell us about your... Sorry, can I just say of my, in my notes here, tw- 20 million likes on TikTok. Yeah. Get out. You've had a great album. 
What a great old time She's on the app that you're old. not even on yet. <laughs> she will not talk about it. You're acting impressed. You're not even on it. Yet. No, but that is that's unreal. It's, it's not, mad. It's, it's amazing. It's it's crazy. And I, I like I love when things just like that go viral in a in a night in a nice way. Not yeah. a, in a not yeah. in a I'm not I'm in very a sick. Yes, <laughs> not in a contagious way. Not a contagious no. way. But it is contagious. We all want to laugh and feel that and like that connection. I totally understand that. So Serena, with all of this, obviously TikTok and Instagram and all those um, all those places that you're creating your content on um, so tell us about the exciting developments that happened then this year was it this yes. year? Yes, early January this year HarperCollins yeah. got in touch and they were like hey we've been following you for a wee while long story short do, would you like to write a book and I was like oh my god I love it and they give you loads of options they're like you know you can have a ghostwriter you can do this you can do it and I was like Oh. Me and Maggie are up for this. Me and Maggie are up for this. I, I'd done copywriting before and I do read, I love reading books. I've always read books and I was like, this is a dream come true. Well, you're a brilliant you're writer. Go- you're, listen, it's very easy to be reductive about, you know, but oh, and it's just me having fun. they had to teach me how to write a they, book. Like okay. the structure and of it all. It was a complete, I was like, oh. Stories have oh. this. And they were like, and it has to have an arc and it has to have this. And I was just like spitting everything at them and just blurbage. And they were like, no, no, there, there's a process. <laughs> we need to put yeah, manners on it. Yeah, but an editor will be, will be helpful yes. as well. So I learned so much, but. Um, so the, it's fiction. It's fiction. I didn't realise that initially. It's fiction. I'm and so it's loosely excited. based on Mammy Banter. So the, the lead is Tara Gallagher she's a 35 year old mummy can I play her in um, I can play 35 of course I can be 35 go on sorry tell me the story um, so yes Tara is a 35 year old mum of two mum of three God forgive me yeah. pardon me she has a teenager yeah. she has a five year old and she has a toddler and she is in a corporate job so there's loose there's connections there on my real life experience love it but everything that I've done with the Mummy Bunter videos the hilarity the calamity the madness of being a mum trying to survive trying to lose weight trying to be healthy trying to have a social life trying to keep your marriage alive and still keep it you know sexy, sexy. So it's all of that. I say, I, I describe it as a Bridget Jones for, Jones for mums. An Irish Bridget Jones for mums. So that's it. Have so you it falls on her it all? It's done. Sorry, how long did it take you to write it? Eight weeks. It was How many crazy. words? That's very quick. Crazy. How, how, crazy. how often did you write, how long did you write for a day? Oh, it was full time. Full time. So like nine to whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. And I was immersed in it. But because it was so immersive, I think that's why... The content that I started producing then was getting better. and Because you know, you're the in the flow. In the flow. And I literally immersed myself in the content creation and then writing the book. And feedback and comments from people on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook were creating ideas then for hooks within the book and storylines. And the two were just bouncing off each other. So it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. It was exhausting. I nearly got divorced, but it was amazing. So did you write but it home done. with your yes. kids around? Yes. And, and, and did again, you just it was like yourself? method acting. <laughs> Like, give back to me one more time and I'm putting it in the book. Yeah. Um, could you, do you have a place that you can go to lock no, a door? No. School, I guess. Kitchen table. They go, kitchen table, when they're gone kitchen to school. Kitchen table. Loads of late nights. They were at school and then um, my husband was great like in terms of taking them out. I had kind of had a sit down chat with him before I agreed it with Harper Collins, and I was like, I need your help. Yeah. This is a huge opportunity yeah. for me from somebody that's just been making TikTok videos in her kitchen. No, but you say that. That's what I meant to say earlier. You're a writer. Writing that is you. You were already but I a writer, wasn't. but you I were. Beca- wasn't. But but, it, but but when you started the TikTok, but it was. But then but those videos are that is comedy writing. It's you're really already there. Writing, yes, yeah. it, of course it is. I know, but you don't feel like that. No, you feel uh, no. There, there's a lot of imposter syndrome where I am right now at the minute. Um, um, and that it keeps, keeps it exciting, though. It, do, it keeps you. It keeps you grounded. It keeps you doing. It keeps you really doing nervous doing at all times. Keeps you properly <laughs> apologising <laughs> as the millennials that we are. I bump on this. Somebody, oh, sorry. They bump on to me. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yes, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry for everything sorry. in my life. So, so, so it's good, but um, oh, this is so it exciting. Was just I can't a huge wait to read opportunity, it. and I still feel as if it's a huge opportunity. And I'm actually back down in Dublin um, on the fourth of January to record the Audible, and then it's <gasps> it's out um, on pre-order now. Around the world. Hang on a second. When are you? Because I only exist on Audible just because of yeah. babies and that kind of stuff. Have you recorded Audible? I have recorded the Audible. Um, How a did lot that go? Of, That's intense. 
Yes, loads of learning as well. Um, but that's really exciting, Serena. I cannot wait to read so it. So exciting. It's out on the 3rd of March, which is coincidentally a day before my birthday. So if everybody wants to go and get it to the top of every single book chart. We will. For my birthday, please. You're um, well. Happy birthday, Serena. So when will the Audible one be out? The, the same, same day. Time? Okay. same day. So even if you pre-order now, you can you will receive the Audible. Are you so oh, excited? I'm so excited. I'm crazily excited. Like... Well, dream, I know it's going to be brilliant. I know it is going to be brilliant because you are so funny. And I will you play Tara? Uh, yes, I feel like this is already science. <laughs> I hope so. It. How's your dairy accent? <laughs> well, how's your dairy accent? Come on, give us a wee. <laughs> give us a wee. Uh... Mammy. <laughs> Please say, Mammy, where is your ball shaver? Mammy, where is your ball shaver? <laughs> Good. I feel like you guys are really with your S's it's really sexy <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh that's a good accent that was a bit of Paisley there Kim uh, yeah well, nice I mean I, yeah, just go turned on <laughs> I'm not going to lie listen listen what can I say what can I say my Ian Paisley is thumbs. sexy as it's the thumbs um, does your husband laugh at your videos Mm, not so much. Jesus, I hope he doesn't have like a pseudo account and, and trolling oh, you. It, uh, that, it's him. It all makes sense. It's me and it was Rebecca Mardi. <laughs> Reason for divorce, <laughs> online trolling. Do you know what? My my content uh, is primarily based at females. Um, men don't tend to find me funny, which is... They're, so they're just wrong so because they're just because they're wrong and wrong and the <laughs> wrong. inferior sex come at me, bro. Um, I was showing my husband last night the video of you, which made me laugh so much. Singing Cardi B, the WAP video, <laughs> <laughs> so good. The nativity. <laughs> no, the one where you're in the nightclub. And the you're mammies, like, your mammies, your mass on the dance floor doing the WAP. Yeah, but no, when you were saying, oh, I don't know if this is oh, our, I, I, and it's really, everyone's being really coy, and then it's really like, the lyrics of that, you, what do you, what, so next year, 2022 is going to mm. be pretty exciting. Everyone else is going, what's going to happen in our lives? I You're know. like, I'm Grant. I'm so excited. It's crazy. <laughs> it was like, we're going to be locked down. I'm like, oh, sucks to be I don't you. care. I'm going to be locked down, putting out my new book. And everybody's going to buy it. So it's going to be the best birthday ever. We are all going to buy it. I am so looking forward to it. Do you know what? Genuinely, that stuff is like therapy for your soul. Serena, thank you so thank much. Thank you so for, much. I, I am so looking forward to just seeing Aww. all of your the success continuing to bloom. Mama, mama, mum, mum. From all to all the mums and the mams and the mama and the mamas out there. <laughs> Serena, you've been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. And thanks so much to Serena, Mammy Banter, Mimi, Mimi Banter, uh, for coming down and joining us. Mama Banter. I'll stop saying that now. And uh, thanks to you guys for listening. And if you want to get in touch with us, we always love hearing from you. So please log on to aldi.ie forward slash mamia. We'll see you next time. We're Danielle, Kevin and Bonnie. We took the challenge and swapped to Aldi. The price difference is insane, like the nappies and stuff. She loves all the baby food and we feel like, you know, we don't even need to read, like, say, the ingredients on the back of the baby food anymore. The quality is just incredible. I was terrible at saving money, but now I'm, I'm great. We actually probably would have saved more if the middle aisle didn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so much fun. Aldi, the home sweet home of swap and save. For further information, see aldi.ie.